0: Welcome back to another episode of Spicing Things Up. I am your host, Jacob Benson. Joining me here today is Brennan Watermelon Sugar Merkel. How are you doing today, B-merk?
1: Jacob, I am, you know, I'm doing okay. This past weekend had a couple shameful sporting events happen and- uh, We'll get there. I'm, get, I'm getting over it. We'll get there, but how are you?
0: Brennan, I have watched an absurd amount of TV uh, since we've been on break. I actually, so you're know breaking bad. Who doesn't, right? Sure do. Watched all five seasons in a week and a half period. Didn't talk to a soul. rewatch? Yeah, re-watch? it was a rewatch. Good, Probably good my stuff. third one. And you know what? There's no shame in that. There's never shame in rewatching a television show. Because if you like it enough... And hey, you know what? That's one of those shows that you can talk about to people forever. And 99% of people will like understand what you're talking about.
1: There's, Actually, there's almost like a comfort level to rewatching old shows too. That it's just... You feel it's safe. like nostalgic, you know what I mean? Some of yeah. those shows, it just, yeah, it feels safe. You know what's going to happen. Some, But it's still, a, it almost feels like you're like, it's like going to Disneyland again, you know what I mean?
0: Your mother's embracing you in your ha- in her arms, you know what I mean? <laughs> Speaking Ooh. of Italian-American accents, I've actually restarted The Sopranos last week.
1: That's a hefty load right there.
0: That gabagool of a show is the best thing uh, I've ever seen. You know what the
1: freaking...
0: Yeah, we, we need a... I know there's like an Italian appreciation uh, month in America or just week or whatever, or day. I don't know. I don't keep up with this stuff, but uh, we need one for like specifically Northeastern Italian Americans. And we need to be thankful for the, the food, the expressions, dude, like when I'm watching like a scene of that show, watching anything they cook in that meal, I'm like, you know what? I would be as fat as anybody that's on the show just from eating all that food. It's ridiculous. It makes me so hungry, dude. I actually have been... I t- here, I'll give you an example. So I went to the market yesterday, right? I'm getting mm-hmm. some deli meat, some uh, some cold cuts, some fresh beef. I get uh, some smoked peppered salami, some pepperon, some prosciutto, and some mozzarella. And you know what? It was I made a sandwich today, and it was the best thing of my life, dude. I, was, I actually sent pictures to my Italian friends. And I bet you can't even make this as good.
1: That's fair. I mean, speaking of beautiful cultures in television i actually i've been binge watching peaky blinders it's my first time watching it
0: that's the one so, by cillian murphy right from dark knight
1: yep cillian murphy Man, and yeah. he he's a beast in it I'll, I'll i'll give him that but yeah it's basically just about like you know these slugger gangs that were back in like 1920s england and i'll tell you <laughs> what they're they're they've got that that crazy accent down too i'm, I'm still the, trying the to master cockney. it so i don't know if i can just give, you an impression. Than, you know,
0: give me an impression real quick. I actually um, haven't seen the show.
1: I mean, all of it's pretty crude. So, I mean, it's one of those things where it's like, Oi, oi, bruv. Aaron <laughs> Rodgers is pure eh? He's a bloody bastard. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that sounds like, uh, you remember the Kingsman movie that came out?
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah that like,
0: sounds like one of those accents. Like, it's like, a, like Cockney stuff. It's, it's, so... it's all
1: just, like, aggressive, you know?
0: Even, oh, like, dude, yeah. you think they're you yelling up at with
1: you. Your buddy, you're just like, fancy meeting you here and i'm just like whoa dude are you like are you trying to f- come on are you trying to fight me are you i, I don't even know i don't know it's it do is do they drink no, in that show oh there's not a point that they're not drinking in that show or smoking that's
0: you know what it's, me i'm a, i'm a speculator i heard um I like to think that um, if any of them drink in that show, all they're doing to their friends is like, "Oi, mate, let's go pissing me ass, meet me down to the pint for a pub." You know what I'm saying? <laughs> or, you know, around. But yeah, like just they, they, you think they're like pissed off at each other, but no, dude, it's hilarious. They
1: might be. I mean, all right, all right then. Carry on.
0: <laughs> we need to bring something else to attention. That's so enough. <laughs> What's that? Uh, COVID tests suck. I, uh, your boy here, has been exposed. Um, yes, your gracious host, and I got a test today. And it was one of the most uncomfortable experiences of my life. I made them know right away when I got there that it was my first test because you know, like COVID can't take me down. First timer. Yeah, I'm a first timer. I um, <laughs> I lost my uh, my COVID test virginity today.
1: And you popped your cherry, your nice yeah, cherry. Yeah. So
0: I get to the uh, I get to the testing center and. So first of all, my windows are having problems. So I have to open my door and I'm wearing my mask and I'm like talking to them. They're like talking to me at the exact same time. We're just not getting anywhere. And then um, I tell them it's my first time. And as these two ladies, you know, you can tell they've definitely been in this since March. And uh, they're just like, oh, well, it's going to hurt a lot. Just so you know, you're not going to like this. You're probably going to start bleeding. They're like, oh, no, no, no. We're just messing with you. Because I was just like shaking because of how nervous I was. Because I've only heard bad things about these tests. And mm-hmm. I was like, okay, do I need to take the mask down? They're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they're like, oh, hey, so d- none of your windows open? And I'm like, you only need my driver one, but no, none of them do. And they're like, why not? I'm like, I don't know. Are you guys a mechanic? And then, uh, <laughs> so they shove the thing up my nose. I start crying immediately. Not like, uh, like sobbing, but like, I'm like, I'm tearing up.
1: Yeah, no, no I did the same thing. It hurts. I, so dude, bad.
0: I literally thought they were pulling my brain out through my nose. And guess what? I actually was bleeding. I had bloody noses all morning today, and I thought about calling them back and suing, but I don't want them to, like, mess up my test results. because That's this could definitely not normal. Time. This could not come in a worse time. I'm supposed to go to Kansas City next week, man. I got things planned. I've been planning this trip for two months. And, you know, a lot of people are thinking, like, oh, Kansas City, what's there to do? Well, enough that I can plan for two months in advance and make a four- to five-day trip out of it. So I'm going right, to be All right, broken. all right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Rant over. COVID tests suck. Wear your mask. Okay, Brennan, Absolutely. let's talk about some football. Let's do it. I'm assuming you watched the national championship game last night.
1: Uh, I did, unfortunately, and that game did not, uh, did not go as I was hoping. I was hoping for a little bit closer game, you know. Might have bet the over. Didn't happen. But
0: The over yeah. definitely happened.
1: I, I got the over when it was uh,
0: – Oh, and they kept raising it up.
1: Yeah, it was around, like, okay. 80, 80 and a half, something like that. And Dude, you can't live
0: bet very like close. that.
1: I know. I, unfortunately, did the live bet, and it didn't work out. But, yeah, final score, 52-24, Alabama over Ohio State. What were your initial reactions kind of watching that game?
0: So, Ohio State looked like they were, like, there to stay in that first quarter. Because, you know, they – so, Alabama scored kind of right off the bat. I was expecting that. Who wasn't? But then they scored that other touchdown in Ohio State's defense for at least up until the second quarter because that was when Alabama scored 28 points. Um, you know, they looked like a real good contender. Like, I thought they were, like, in this game. And then the first quarter ends. Justin Fields yeah. made a lot of dumb mistakes that I know for a fact they're not going to call him out for.
1: I mean, he, he to be fair, he did not look like he was playing 100%. No. Um, do
0: you, you think got, it was like he had anything to do with his rib injury from last week? Yeah, and I mean –
1: possibly, and he also got, like, slammed on one of the first drives by a defender, and he got up gimpy, and I don't know. He just – he did not look at all like the Justin Fields that we saw last week. And, I mean, that's also a testament to how good Alabama is. I mean, they're much better than probably most – every team in the country definitely better than Clemson. Do you
0: think they could to play the Jaguars this year?
1: Dude, I think – like, what – imagine – Imagine this Alabama team play last year's LSU team against Joe Burrow. It would be like the greatest duel that college football I'd ever seen.
0: Or I'll be uh, one of those old Husker fans for you. What if they play the 90s scurs, the 95 Huskers?
1: Hey, well, since you brought up the Huskers, let me bring this up to you. Coming from Twitter, um, an old Husker beat writer tweeted this comparison. Christopher Hetty. Um, Yep. Devonta yeah, Smith. He, first of all, beast. He looked like the proper Heisman out there. Dude, yeah.
0: His arms are
1: so long. I know. So, Dude, it's he, insane. Yep. He had 12 catches, 215 yards, and three tutties all in the first half. And he compared this, Chris compared this to Nebraska's offensive endeavors this season, and Devonta Smith would have actually led the team in touchdowns by two, would have been fourth in receptions, and third in receiving yards on the Huskers roster for the whole season. All in one half of football.
0: Yeah, it's, it's disgusting, but like in a good way. You know what I mean? Dude, like, so Devontae <laughs> Smith. Uh,
1: in a good way. Yeah. For, so, maybe for Devontae Smith. I mean, that's good for him.
0: And people that like watching him, like us. He definitely played like True. a Heisman winner last night. He, no, he was you know, incredible. I,
1: he didn't even have, have to play second. You to be really
0: round. good if you're not going to be a quarterback and win that award, dude. You have to be really good, and he is. I 100 percent think he he just, like he completely deserved that like award, yep. man. And I agree. um he and Mac Jones, their like duo like comparison, like it is literally uh Devontae Smith is to Mac Jones as you and I are to dressing like West Coasters.
1: <laughs> I think it's more you dressing like West Coaster.
0: You're wearing a car <laughs> beanie right now, man. I don't know what to tell you. Well, hey, right, I mean, but if you not. look
1: at uh, most Nebraska farmers I'm sure they they're sporting the the Carhartt look. Hey, I'll admit I was I was definitely a hater of the, the Carhartt brand a few years ago. But and then you this, saw, this like, hat for Kylie
0: Jenner's baby wearing it.
1: This hat for 13 bucks. I'll I'll take it. It's one of the nicer beanies I own, might be the nicest.
0: Uh by the way, this is not this a ad free was, ad drop. This <laughs> this money. ad was not
1: brought to you by Carhartt. Give us
0: money. money. All right. Um but <laughs> Dude, also, I don't mean to get personal with Mac Jones, the guy's got a dad bod.
1: Hmm. That dude is built like me. That he is a father
0: figure out there.
1: But this dude. dude just beat the college football playoffs championship record for passing yards a I year after after it, was, after it was set by Joe Burrow,
0: who's number eight for Alabama. I'm sorry, dude. I uh, he, uh, Waddle. Yes, dude. He also had an amazing game. I watched him just yeah, move he on. he burned almost every. Like,
1: oh no, no, no! You're thinking out. of Matchy. Uh Jalen Waddle. Oh, well, he was the one that, one that got
0: was. uh like ejected right at the beginning, right?
1: Waddle was injured quite a bit, and he didn't really play, I think, the whole game. He he did not look like himself out there. they their like third wide receiver, I think, is who you're
0: talking about, Mechie. Okay, yeah. But anyway, uh he had he, that guy's getting drafted for sure. And Definitely also speaking helped. of receivers getting drafted, so Wandale Robinson, this is pretty big in sports news right now, at least in the college football game. So he's mm-hmm. a receiver for, I guess former receiver now for the Nebraska Cornhuskers, Oscars. He is in the transfer portal officially. Uh, We are praying for him because his mother was hospitalized with COVID, so I hope all is well there. Um, But he's from Kentucky, so can we assume he's going to go to either Louisville or Cincinnati? Because I think those are in his transfer pool right now.
1: Well, Cincinnati, what do you mean Cincinnati? Like the college. What does that have to do with Kentucky?
0: Because it's right there on the border.
1: Uh, Okay, I got you. But uh, I don't know. I feel like he, he is definitely going to go – because, I mean, he was our star offensive player. Um, <laughs> you're good. Yeah. Um, Wendell Robinson, he was the Huskers' star offensive player this past year. Yeah. And really the only guy that was doing anything on offense. So, I think he could – He and could,
0: gave me hope that we were actually going to have a good football team this year.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, I think – we're going to see Wendell Robinson probably go to a conference that isn't as, you know, powerful as the big 10, where you don't have to play Wisconsin Ohio state every year. So he's going to be able to, I think, beef up his numbers that I think this is solely a business decision by him to probably try and get, you know, drafted in the NFL in the future.
0: Well, he was, still I mean, it looks in Nebraska regardless, but I understand like he needed to go because of his mom and we, we, we can understand that as yeah, pathetic yeah. human beings. I,
1: yeah, no, I, I, don't, I don't, I, I'm sad to see him go, but I, I, do not blame, blame him at
0: all. It's a big hit for us Husker fans, but we understand. We're good guys. Definitely. All right, back to the game. Yeah, but um, so sorry. Yeah, Battle was the uh, defense player that was ejected early on last night, and yeah, how much would that suck?
1: To oh my god!
0: Get, barely play in the national championship just to get ejected for targeting, and that well, was that's so sad. Targeting. That was it was, a it
1: was, but I do. I still am not a fan of the way that, that penalty is called. I don't I'm think players either. deserve to be ejected for it.
0: I agree also. I do think that should be a pretty hefty, like, um, like yardage, like, penalty there. But, um, yeah. I mean, I understand why the penalty itself is there because, you know, you got to keep your head and, like, your brain intact when you go out into the real world after college because college football is not forever. You know that. We know that. We didn't play, but we know that. Uh, but – Dude, yeah. I mean, he's lucky, though. That happened in the first half. So, if he is going to be playing again uh, the next season, at least he'll be able to play in the first game. Because it's only a, a half of a band, too. So, that yeah, happened I in the mean, second half. I'm, he
1: sure he, I'm sure he doesn't really care about that. He probably just cares about how he just missed, basically, the entire national national. Uh, Can we even call it that so? anymore?
0: It was more of just, like, a massacre at this point.
1: No, that's true. I mean, dude, Nick Saban's record at Alabama right now – since becoming head coach in 2012, he has won seven one,
0: national championships.
1: Yeah, 76, I think.
0: I thought last I think, time
1: seven. I think he won three BCS championships and three national titles. Okay. But either way, he is 170 and 23, like including playoffs and bowl games at Alabama. He that won is, that state, dude. He literally has an eighty-eight percent winning percentage.
0: What, like, I don't think he's ever going to stop coaching unless he like literally becomes senile. But I think he's way too keen of a man to ever like let that happen to him. I agree. That dude is but, such
1: a beast. He's yeah, probably yeah. the best coach of all time, in NFL, college, regardless. Dude, he's not I mean, going to move to the NFL probably ever. He's no, probably no, just gonna no, no. stay.
0: Alabama's his team, dude. Like that yep. is his system. But. And you also really can't compare. Um, I mean, I'm not trying to like blatantly disagree with you or anything, but you really can't compare like um, how a coach in college could like excel as a coach in the NFL, just because it is different stakes and they have different coaching methods. Oh, like, There's just a lot of stuff you can judge it off of. Like, would I say that Nick Saban would do well in the NFL? We don't know. We're probably no. never going to see it happen. But to people, like, there are people saying that he's a better coach than like Bill Belichick, Andy Reid. Like, I think that's a little bit of an unfair statement. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, he probably has a better coaching record, but that's also college, and Alabama wipes the floor with almost every team ever since 2000 and, uh, let's see, 2009.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, and Saban, and Saban was a coach in the NFL for a bit, but he, I he was never a head coach. Him and Belichick were actually, they coached the Browns together in the 90s. So
0: That's a pretty that's cool pretty, stat.
1: Yeah, so that's pretty cool. But speaking of coaches, how do you feel about Bill O'Brien joining Alabama as OC next year?
0: I guess you know what, good for him.
1: Yeah, I, I actually I thought Adam Gates was good. gonna be the Alabama guy for a oh, second, but yeah,
0: we'll see. I mean, Bill somebody O'Brien, else has to deal with him. <laughs> I feel like it's not really his place anymore to be a head coach. Like he's, it's he's tried it; it hasn't worked out in mm-hmm. his favor. I think he could do a lot of you know good things for um, Alabama as OC. So I yeah. mean, we'll just kind of have to wait and see.
1: Well, that's the thing. It's Plus, like
0: going to be a good team regardless.
1: Yeah, that's the thing. He's going to come into a good position and probably do really well, and then probably end up back like in the NFL in a
0: couple of years or something. <laughs> and then get knocked back down to
1: college. <laughs> get so knocked higher. back down. Yeah, no, the so Alabama's C- OC. Yeah, exactly. Alabama's OC, uh, St- or, uh, Sarkeesian, or Sarkesian. That's going to Texas next year. Mm-hmm. I could see him end up coming up to the NFL eventually. That dude. He was calling some hell of a plays last last night and it was fun to watch.
0: Well dude, yeah, Nick Saban runs that team, dude. Like he um I don't think he keeps a single coach on that staff longer than a few years.
1: No, probably I don't I don't think but, so I either. Mean, but that's also a great deal to the these coach moving on to other coaching positions, like getting head coaching jobs. So Oh, but I'm that's sure it's also one of
0: the best references you could get.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's also greatly due to the fact of Nick Saban being their head coach and
0: yeah. Let's talk about Ryan Day, though. Sure. So, I don't think Ohio State should regard this as a complete failure. I think they need to take what they've learned from playing um, a team like Alabama and use that towards the Big Ten again this year. Because, how, like, how, how do we know that the same teams from this year are going to be good? Because is COVID even going to be a thing by the season? We don't know. Yeah. So, I mean – Hopefully not. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, once they're starting to play out of conference teams again consistently, um, I genuinely think Ohio State could be top five again next year and hold it.
1: I think Ohio State, they deserve to be in the playoffs, but they were lucky to get there with only. They played, what, six or seven less games than Alabama and Something they are playing like that, in the same yeah. spot. So you're right. I think they were lucky to be in that position.
0: They were but, incredibly lucky because uh, I was talking to a lot of people who thought Ohio State didn't even deserve to be in the playoffs to begin with. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. But and they, you know, kind of shut they also up won the Big Ten, there. which is a big conference to win regardless of how many games you play.
1: It is, and it kind of feels like the rest of the Big Ten were just pawns and helping Ohio State get to the <laughs> national yeah, yeah. championship. Yeah, Kevin Warren had
0: that all planned out, dude.
1: Just the beat down of the rest of us.
0: Yeah, I mean, um, Ohio State and Nebraska were definitely <sighs> the people that got football to come back to the Big Ten this year. Like, they mm-hmm. were the sole re- – well, I guess their, uh, their parents were. Of the of the players, but still, regardless, um, Ohio State had a season this year because they stepped up and wanted to play. Yeah. And yes, COVID took out a couple of their games, which is unfortunate, but they were still able to get to a national championship. So you know yeah. what? That's probably one of the best adversary stories you could ever come up with, as far as like it is you know, pretty good. You know, I
1: respect Ohio State. Yeah. we're Big Ten. We're Big Ten guys over here. All right.
0: I wasn't rooting for them <laughs> last night. Don't get me wrong.
1: No, it was. <laughs> I would have been able to win again. I I did. I was definitely rooting for Nick Saban a little more, but
0: yeah. yeah it's all right. Dude, did when Justin you, Field even declare for the draft?
1: Oh yeah, he'll he'll he's gonna be in the draft.
0: Okay. I just didn't you, see anything about him actually declaring or not.
1: You think that uh, last night's game, you think that hurt his chances? Or do you nah. think that was nah. I, I nah. don't think so either. I, I don't think he was hundred percent. I do think it although I think it helped Mac Jones'
0: draft stock
1: for sure. Yeah, he'll
0: he'll get drafted too for sure. And Devontae Smith, absolutely.
1: Devonte no. Smith might have secured a spot in the top five be- or top like three because of that performance.
0: Well, here's the thing though. I just, I just don't see, um, I mean, yes, obviously he'll be first round and very high up, but how mm-hmm. many teams do you think this year that need linemen?
1: Dude, so many, this is a so stacked many. draft class too for linemen. So.
0: Which we haven't seen in a long time.
1: No. And I think a lot of, uh, a lot of teams are going to be looking to beef up their lineman position for sure.
0: Yeah, because, I mean, a lot of these quarterbacks that they're looking to get rid of aren't even that bad. Sam Darnold's not that bad of a quarterback, but the no, linemen but- for the Jets are atrocious. Like, those teams like that need QB protection.
1: Then there's a lot of QBs that are also in this draft. You know, always a risky position to draft. But I think this, this draft class has, one of the, like, has the potential chance to be one of the best the league has seen, honestly. I think there's a lot of talent and it's, it's definitely tricky because it was a COVID year. You didn't really get to see a full range of what a lot of the players could do. But I, I think it's, it's a really deep class that I think uh, could go down as one of the better ones in the past few years.
0: Well, and seeing how these players were able to manage and get over COVID and play through it um, just, and just kind of, you know, accept the circumstances around them and Literally, Shia LaBeouf, man. Improvise, adapt, overcome. Like, that's what they did here. It worked out. Yeah, there's a smile. It worked out for them. And then, um, sure. you know, they, like, they were able to still sell themselves as like, draft stock. And I mean, it's sell their uh, personality and their skills, not like, you know, them as people. We don't believe in that. Yeah. But um, yeah, dude, like, they were able to like, express their potential. Scouts are going to see it. It's going to be a hell of a year for the NFL next year. I'm genuinely excited.
1: Yep, I agree. So, speaking of NFL, how about we uh, recap some of those games last weekend now?
0: <laughs> we were wrong on a lot of those picks, bro. We yeah, were we were. so wrong. That but was hey. – honestly,
1: it was kind of an ugly wild card weekend, if I'm going to admit it.
0: Did you have another football hangover on Monday? You know – You probably had a different one after that Bears game.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah I wouldn't wouldn't blame it on the football, but – what you, uh, I guess we could start off with that one. Let's, let's start off with – let's just get out of the way, you know.
0: Okay. Uh, Bears safe. Yeah, we'll uh, first <laughs> of all, uh, I like what they did with the Nickelodeon broadcast. Yeah. It looked pretty tacky. but
1: It did. It brought uh, in a lot of viewership Yeah, to exactly, which is
0: what their – that was what their end goal was. So it worked out for them, you know, mission accomplished. But do I ever want to see that again? Probably not. Unless, yeah. you know – because, you know, kids our age – or kids now, I guess, they don't appreciate the same Nickelodeon stuff that you and I did as kids.
1: No, I mean, I'll admit, I turned on that broadcast for like a minute and I was gone.
0: Yeah, hey, congrats your, uh, uh your MVP, uh, Mr. Trubisky, the Nickelodeon. I don't want to talk about there. it. You don't I don't know. want to
1: talk about that.
0: <laughs> that was yeah,
1: yeah. just such a – like shooting a horse basically after it lost a race. I don't – that was just such a like a embarrassing kind of thing to hand to a player. Did you know like originally the MVP was going to be – slimed after the game but i it don't think nickelodeon probably didn't plan on the mvp being the losing quarterback of the the team that lost but yeah so i'm glad that they didn't slime mitch because i think i would have cried
0: are you almost relieved that the season's behind you now
1: yeah and i it mean it had a lot
0: of ups and downs for you
1: yeah I, and this game went as was to be expected honestly i i mean on a regular year, the Bears weren't going to even make the playoffs in this case. Mm-hmm. Saints would have likely gotten a bye. So, I mean, Bears fans should just be happy that they got to watch the Bears play one more week of football. Um, and I know happiness is probably the last on the list of emotions that I'm sure Bears fans felt after watching that game. Um, but now, I don't know, dude. I mean, the Bears are in one of the worst offseason positions because they're one of those teams that are kind of hovering around 8-8 eight and eight which is extremely difficult to fix with just a year's turnaround. So it'll be a mess I'm sure within that organi- organization um on how to turn around that team for the future. So it it was a tough game to watch. There was a lot of a lot of stuff that you could put the blame on why they lost, but I mean, it was just evident that the bears weren't able to compete with the saints. So, yeah.
0: And um, not to add insult to injury, but I am kind of sad that we said the bears were going to cover and they were like literally three points away from covering.
1: I mean, if you told me that the saints were going to score 21 points, I would have assumed that the bears either won or covered. So that was just a a poor offensive showing. I mean, say that one touchdown wasn't dropped by Javon Wims. That was an awful drop was arguably the best pass of Mitch's career. There
0: were some but, very key passes that, that weren't Mitch's fault that they were like, yeah, if you guys kind of need to look in receivers for like draft picks in my opinion.
1: No, I agree. So it'll be interesting what the, what they do at the quarterback position. I have a feeling they're going to move a lot of people around in their management. Mitch is going to be gone. So it'll be a new look bears. I have a feeling. I is hope he officially gone? Uh, not officially, but I just He's don't so see out. them retaining. I mean, they're not, they didn't, They already didn't extend him, so I I, I don't think they're going to bring him back.
0: Okay. Well, that's all right, though, because we'll move on here. Rip
1: Mitch Trubisky era in Chicago.
0: Well, can we say it was a good one? I'm sorry.
1: We can say it was an average one because, I mean, he minus his first year with John Fox as a head coach, which, first of all, horrible coach to come into the league at. Mitch was over five hundred on his career. He brought us he was in two playoff positions. So I mean, it wasn't it was a very underwhelming career with the Chicago Bears, I should
0: say. Do you think the Bears fan base kind of like kept Trubisky his job and just kind of kept hyping him up every year and were just I, like blowing his ass yeah. his ass up of steam?
1: I just think it's the Chicago culture, dude. I think the I think that quarterbacks, man. Yeah, I think the fans and the the like organization they just fall in love with their guys to a certain point where they just like they feel like they can't get rid of them so i think it's long overdue that we've kind of moved on for mitch i mean it's probably due to the fact that the bears traded up to draft him at two overall so now they have to admit that it was a mistake so it'll be interesting to see what they do
0: yeah well at least on the bright side we can watch another rematch of uh tom brady and drew Brees next week but yeah we'll, I we'll get to that in a second though yeah. All right, so, Brennan, let's move on to the uh, the Bills and the Colts game. What do you think mm-hmm. of that one?
1: Uh, I actually – I mean, I think the Colts played a hell of a game, actually. I did, too, um, and I
0: actually thought they were going to – I thought Philip Rivers was going to get his first playoff win.
1: Yeah, which is – it's pretty sad. I mean, Philip Rivers is – he's probably – do you think he'll be back next year?
0: Um, I do think so, but perhaps with a different team. I was very happy yeah. to see him personally lose just because, you know, I'm a Chiefs fan, I'm toxic, I'm petty, but um, – <laughs> Yeah, I I still low-key felt bad for him just because he tries so hard, but the guy just cannot win. I
1: like, was cannot, sad.
0: Like, I mean, he doesn't cuss on his team, but, you know, he's screaming mm-hmm. at his team, like, yeah. trying to get their act together and, like, do what they practice, and then they just don't end up doing it. And, you know, that's got to be, like, hella frustrating as a quarterback, too, when no, and, and, your cards just can't fall in line like that.
1: Yeah, and I actually – I like Phillip Rivers, but I was disappointed that the game didn't end – in a final drive by Philip Rivers throwing a pick six down the game. Because well, I here's the like
0: thing too. That would the, have been
1: nature whole, healing itself.
0: The Colts got super lucky on a fumble recovery that should have been called that wasn't. Oh, so, my God. Yeah, you watched That's that show. Yeah, so receiver uh, Pascal, he – So he catches it, falls down, gets back up. He's untouched because the Bills' defense was waiting for him to get back up so they can get it. Ball gets stripped out, and they go and pick it up, but they call him down at the first down. I was like, what? I would have been so pissed if they had came back and won that game because of that call. That That was a petty
1: call. I have a feeling it was just for, you know, ratings of the game, probably one of those type of things. But that was – if i was a bills fan and that cost me the game i
0: would be very upset buffalo would no longer be a city today (laughs) no based off one man
1: yeah seriously one play
0: but dude josh allen has a hell he dude he 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 might be a pretty good contender for mvp this year
1: Uh, that's what i was saying dude he's he's a a 76
0: percent like passer rating that game like um Like, over 300 yards, passing two, two touchdowns, no interceptions. You know, like, a quarterback not having turnovers is what's going to be key to their success.
1: Yep, I agree. And against, a tough Colts defense, I think it's a true testament to the Bills offense.
0: Was I surprised that um, they didn't – like, the Bills didn't win by more? Kind of, yeah, but you know what? Mm -hmm. It was just a good game to watch, dude. Until that call, I was just, like, invested in it.
1: Yeah, I was too. It was a good game.
0: All right, excuse me. Let's move on to the Rams and the Seahawks. So uh, Rams actually very much surprised me there.
1: This game sucked ass.
0: It did. I felt very bad for uh, Russell Wilson. What's his nickname again? Golden Wilson. Boy?
1: <laughs> I'm not sure. Golden, I don't know uh, if I've heard QB. that too often.
0: I don't know. but yeah, Let dude, Russ I, Cliff. I, yeah I, felt, I felt pretty bad for him. I mean, I was kind of surprised that Jared Goff was going to even be playing. I mean, good for him getting through. A I mean, their backup back got quickly. injured. Yeah,
1: he, like might have broke his neck. That that was pretty sad, actually.
0: And he survived.
1: Yeah, he survived. I don't think he actually broke his neck, but he was. Uh,
0: he looked like he did.
1: He was taken out in an ambulance. So
0: <laughs> you hate to see it. Okay, you do hate <laughs> to see it. <laughs> <laughs> but I was okay. I will say this: I was more surprised <laughs> that Goff played because you know a quarterback. It was his right thumb that he broke. Right. Yeah. He's right-handed. You kind of need. You'd, your whole hand, especially your thumb, when you're throwing a ball. But, I mean, it it definitely handed the ball off enough. But, yeah, I was just very surprised. Um, I didn't really – I'm kind of mad at myself. I didn't really watch too much of this game because I had to – you know, I was traveling and stuff. So, Um, but we were wrong on this game again too because I think the only thing we got right was the overhitting. But –
1: I took the bucks to cover. The bucks definitely covered. I mean, the – uh, the fut- football team against the bucks They covered their
0: – We're still on the Rams. Yeah,
1: I know, but you're saying it was – Oh, we okay.
0: We'll, we'll get to that game. We'll get to that game. Yeah. But, yeah, so, you know, congratulations, Rams. Um, good luck next week. They got the Bucks. so – Yeah,
1: good luck. They're going to need it.
0: They're going to need it. Um, wait, no, they don't have the Bucks. They have the Packers.
1: Yeah, you're right. They have the Packers. Yep. My B guys. You're going right. to need even more luck. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> They're not going to win that one, but I'd like them to just – because I don't like the Packers. But, well, that's a different therapy session for a different time. So, all right, up next we got the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Washington football team. That game went exactly as expected.
1: I mean, honestly, I don't feel like the game – the game was actually not as close as the final score reads, but the the football team they covered, I think the eight-and-a-half that they were originally – the spread was, I said they would cover, and they did. So I just want do a little shout-out to myself. But, but my biggest – ones
0: that I took the other – like, I took the opposite take just so one of us at least would be right?
1: You might have, or you might have done the opposite and agreed with me, but I can't remember.
0: Oh, but, dude, you got to watch out for my <laughs> switcheroo's like that. You cannot take me seriously when I'm doing You're trying
1: to reverse jinx me. But right. <laughs> the biggest takeaway take from that game is that Taylor Heineke low-key balled out, and he kind of – he looked like a mini Ryan Fitzpatrick out there. He was fearless. He had no care for the health of his body. So right. it was fun to watch, but yeah, there was really never a doubt in the game.
0: Yeah. Uh, Tom Brady, he is very good. I will always say that as much as I don't like him, I will never deny how great his skill is, but um, yeah, they're, Good. that's going to be a very fun game to watch next week. I really hope the saints win. I definitely think they're expected to, I'd be shocked if they don't, but it'll be a good game to watch. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to Sunday. We got the Baltimore Ravens and the Tennessee Titans. What do you think of this
1: one? This was expected. another tough – yeah, it was expected. I think we both took the Ravens to cover. Mm-hmm. The Ravens are the better team, but also the Titans are better than the performance that they had. It was a tough game to watch. Um, I mean, shout out to the Ravens defense for shutting down Derrick Henry. Impressive. Right.
0: Which, that's, that's all you have to do to beat the Titans.
1: Yeah. So I Every mean, team
0: that has ever beaten the Titans, all you have to do, shut down Derrick Henry, dude. That's all you have to do.
1: Yeah, it was, it was an impressive showcase. And, I mean, congrats to Lamar for winning his first postseason game. Him and Josh Allen, first postseason games won.
0: I thought they won the wild card last year. Did they not? No,
1: I think they, they got beat by the, the Titans last year. I'm pretty oh, sure yes, Derek, you
0: were right. So, hey, Derrick Henry
1: I, ran for like 190 yards on him last year.
0: <laughs> that's a good storyline for that game. I wish we would have thought of that because that's a good rematch right there.
1: Yeah, but he looked like uh, Mike Vick out there, just running circles around the defense.
0: Dude, I kept seeing this, uh, this meme on Twitter about like, comparing Lamar Jackson to Michael Vick. I don't know if you saw it too, but I was like, mm-hmm. I, I was kind of upset by it because I really don't think you can compare those two.
1: No, Mike Vick was uh, – no offense to Lamar Jackson, but he had a, a cannon. He was a gunslinger at the same time. So. We'll
0: say this. Uh, Lamar Jackson's a better person if we're going to bring it in. <laughs> so yeah, so far, life. so far. Yeah, so far. No skulls <laughs> in the posse yet. All yeah. right. Since we already talked about the uh, the Saints and the Bears, let's move on to uh, yep. probably one of the better games to watch this weekend. The Cleveland Browns and the <sighs> Pittsburgh uh, sorry, Pittsburgh Steelers. Brain fart. Yeah. Holy cow. Holy uh,
1: cow. I would I don't know if I would say unless you're just like a Steelers hater, I wouldn't say that this was one of the better games to watch because I mean
0: I'm a Baker but, supporter.
1: Gotcha. You're you're a Bakers man.
0: Yeah, I am the so, opposite of Colin Coward.
1: Yeah, I mean that's fair. I I do I respect Baker and I love the story of the Browns. I mean, they were shit pumping the Steelers. It was twenty eight to zero in the first quarter, so actually, which prompted me to turn off the game for a while. I will admit, I was doing some other stuff. So mm-hmm. I think I, I put it back on when the Steelers were back within two scores, and then I think they went back down three like instantly. So I might have been the jinx for the Steelers, but.
0: Fair That's enough, dude. Yeah, but uh, Baker himself had a very good game. It was fun to watch. He looked electric out there. He woke up feeling dangerous. He performed, um, outperformed Ben Roethlisberger. Watching Ben Roethlisberger's face after the game, it looked like he had just uh, witnessed like a boot factory being shut down, like shut out of commission. He looked. I. I he was crying after the game. I'm pretty sure, wasn't he? Yeah, you
1: know, I, mean, I mean, I.
0: It was very. Emotional. No,
1: I mean, I think, I think his time is probably over now in Pittsburgh. Well, he's thirty-eight. Yeah. So I mean. I would cry too if I just threw four picks and fumbled it. I mean, he, he, and it honestly, after, it, it, this is the second time that the Browns have beat the Steelers in the past week.
0: Dude. dude, no. So here's the thing with the Steelers, though. They haven't been a threat like the last five weeks. Because, okay, no, we'll call, if we are counting this game, they're one and five in their last six weeks of the games. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But regular, yeah, regular season, you know, they're still, they're one and four. They they start playing real competitive teams. The games start getting a lot more, um, you know, intense for them because they know they need to keep winning these games. I don't know if it was just the, um, like, kind of aroma that they were, like, undefeated and they wanted to stay that way. Mike Tomlin's a good coach, but holy cow, they folded at the end of the year, dude.
1: Yeah, and I mean, do we we kind of – I was going to say that.
0: the is the uh, most hated person in Pittsburgh right now.
1: (laughs) I think – you kind of have to blame some of it. I mean, Juju and some other other players—they just got so embarrassed on primetime TV, and they were still talking shit after the game. And I was yeah, like, "Yeah, you can't shit oh.
0: talk if you can't back it up, dude." That's my no. that's my take. If you're gonna like talk it, at least like outperform them. I agree. Maybe not. You know, maybe your team doesn't have to win, but at least you don't have to look like an embarrassment for your team. Also, no, hey, it was
1: very embarrassing.
0: So I forgot to mention this for the Bills. So that was their first playoff win since 1995. Yeah. And this was the Browns' first playoff win since 1994.
1: Yeah, it's pretty crazy.
0: Yeah, so we're watching some historical football right now, Brennan. I'm some so historical happy. Historical
1: football teams. is happening in the AFC division, so it's uh, it's pretty fun to watch.
0: Exactly. So I'm very excited. Uh, the Browns have a ton of offensive weapons. I'm excited to see them play the Chiefs on Sunday. I definitely think that's going to be a good looking mm-hmm. game. Chiefs yeah. will probably win as long as they, you know hit the switch, because I think they've just been getting bored when they're playing yeah. games.
1: No, and before we move on to that next slate of games, I think we have to – because we we were kind of talking about this last week. Doug Peterson got fired.
0: Yes, I was going to bring that up too. I'm yep. so glad you did.
1: So that ref, he's gone. Yeah, he's gone. But
0: <sighs> – Get him out of here. Is get out of fi- here.
1: Is this firing questionable? No. You don't think so?
0: No. Nope.
1: I, I mean, this so. dude just won a Super Bowl in 2017. Four years ago. You know, they were a drop away from an NFC championship the next year too. because of Nelson Aguilar, Stonehands, I think, or maybe his Alshon. I don't know. Uh, then lost in the wild card round last year, 2019, because their whole team was injured. So, I mean, and now he's
0: gone. Because he tanked a team.
1: Yeah, but they, they were bad this year. But, again, injuries. And, yeah. again, he was doing the, it for the team. They weren't going to make playoffs. And he was just this getting could have been a better a PR
0: pin. hiring or PR firing.
1: I think I don't, I honestly don't think Doug Peterson is a bad coach.
0: I don't think and so either. He handled some he things
1: questionably at the end yes. of the year. And I just think that's all people are going to remember. But as an Eagles fan, I definitely, I don't know if I would be happy or not.
0: Um, I know a few Eagles fans and I'm kind of scared to ask them how they feel about this. I know. I. This is going to one of two reactions.
1: Yeah. I've heard they don't love it so far. So
0: I'm getting fired. Mm-hmm. Yeah, drink your water.
1: But we'll see. And the, which, this now means that Ron Rivera is the longest tenured co- head coach in the NFC East.
0: <laughs> That's and actually pretty hired, cool.
1: He was hired January 1st of 2020.
0: I actually have a cool staff for you about last weekend's game. So did you know that Baker Mayfield is the oldest quarterback in the AFC that was um, like playing last week? And every single NFC quarterback was older than every AFC quarterback.
1: Well, I think he – I think it, he was the oldest out of the ones who won, right? Because, I mean, Big Ben is twice his age.
0: Yes, yes, I'm sorry.
1: Yeah, so I know what you mean. But He's yeah, the oldest he's, remaining he's,
0: quarterback in the AFC. I probably should have.
1: Oh, yeah, uh, because he's older than Patrick Mahomes, too.
0: And Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen. Yes. Yeah, so that, they that's were all, like, crazy. right behind him. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, dude, the, yeah, this is, like, a very, like, similar in years, like, draft class, like, playing in the AFC still right now. This is actually pretty cool to think about. We're
1: literally watching the next – Generation of the NFL overtake this past generations. I mean, you have Brady, Breeze, Rogers yeah, on Rogers. the other side.
0: Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Uh, whoever the hell's starting for Washington? Or no, they're gone. I'm sorry. I was, oh gosh, I'm drawing a blank That's here. Who else? Is, Rams, Jared Goff. Yeah, Jared Goff.
1: So I mean, he's still young too. But yeah, we'll see. So should we start talking about some of our predictions for the divisional round?
0: I think we should. Here, let me get to my lines book here just so I can look official for y'all, because I love you all very much. Uh,
1: I think the Rams at Packers, I saw the spread was six and a half.
0: Yes, that is correct. So I am definitely going to want to take the Packers for this.
1: I think the touchdown spread should happen for the Packers, but I definitely – I feel – more comfortable taking the money line and this is why because I mean you give Aaron Rodgers a week of rest and preparation that's like giving a mouse a cookie I mean <laughs> I I think golf's injury is significant enough to stall their offense
0: well you know I mean, this also he's still recovering from it I, he could be good to go as long as yeah he, he could be like cryotherapy and stuff like that
1: so, so I mean the Rams pass rush has been what's keeping them alive and mm-hmm. Rodgers he, do, he has one of the quickest releases in the NFL. So, I mean, he's, he's built
0: for pass rush defense.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, this defense will be on edge the whole game because of the hard counts. And I very much look forward to the Jalen Ramsey-Devontae Adams matchup.
0: Right. So, but it right should now, happen.
1: The, this point spread should happen. It just does make me a little weary.
0: I think right now the biggest question is, um, assuming Goff is good to go by this game, can a at least 90% Goff outplay Aaron Rodgers in a playoff game?
1: No, and I don't think so.
0: I don't think so either. So I'm going to take a Packers cover at six and a half. Minus, um, yeah, minus six and a half. And then um, – so we got the over-under at 45 and a half too. So what are we thinking there? I'm thinking over. I want to take this over if you're better.
1: Hmm. I, I think the, the Packers can put up points.
0: And what, what did you so say it was? 45? 45 and a half, yeah. I don't know, dude. I'm thinking as it's going to be close. Yeah. I mean, all they release, always is, but <laughs> yeah, because I kind of want to take an under here because we watched so <laughs> many unders happen. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to switch my opinion. I'm sorry about that. I'm going to take an under here because we watched last week so many teams. Um, like, I don't, I don't, it was very rare if an overhit last weekend. Like, it was so rare because a lot of these teams were just so defensive. Mm-hmm. Like, we did not see very big scores.
1: And I think the one defense that can give Rodgers some trouble is, would be the Rams' defense. Right, I really think so. Because if you look back at the Buccaneers game, when they beat down on the Packers, they were consistently pressuring uh, Rodgers, making him throw quick, which was limiting the offense a lot. So I think they'll take a similar approach. And I do like the under here. And I think I like a Packers money line and I, they should, they should get win by a touchdown, but I'm more comfortable taking the money line.
0: Okay. So uh, we'll do a, so pretty much just take the Packers like line out Um, or don't, I like it. You don't have to, don't listen to us. We can't tell you what to do. (laughs) All right. Let's move on to the, uh, to the Ravens and the bills. Mm Mm-hmm. So, the, sp- um, the line is set at two with the Bills' favor, and I definitely think that is going to happen. I am going to mm-hmm. take the Bills 100% on this game. Yeah, They are it- more than capable of doing it.
1: I agree. Two quarterbacks with their first postseason wins now under the belts, Lamar Jackson versus Josh, Josh Allen. Josh Allen,
0: exactly. So, in the over-under set of 50, um, I think it over-could hit here. So I'm pretty sure if it didn't hit for, um, for the Bills-Colts game, it was very close hmm it was. And I personally think Lamar Jackson, at least now, is a lot better than current Phillip Rivers. So, I and think the Ravens do have a little bit more talent as far yeah. as, you know, you have uh, – They're
1: more explosive. And,
0: yeah. Oh, well, for the so. Colts, that's what I was getting to. But, yeah. So, I definitely think I would take the Bills here. Take the Bills minus two, um, and I would take the over for this game as well.
1: Yeah, I'll take the Bills and the points. I think the, the key to this game will be the Bills' defense. If right. they can – slow down the run and cause you know the ravens to lean on lamar's passing game i just the ravens won't be able to keep up with the bills in that case so i still i still see this as a high scoring affair
0: exactly yeah that's like you said that's all they got to do and this game's theirs pretty much all right yeah so let's get to the sunday game so we got the browns at the chiefs um can we say that home field advantage like matters this year still uh,
1: I think so, especially because the Chiefs they are allowing fans.
0: Yeah, like twenty five percent. That's like a seventeen thousand at Arrowhead. I think. Yeah. But so that's
1: that's actually a pretty decent amount. Yeah. And I think that it could definitely make a difference. And I think Chiefs it's are heavily good.
0: favored, though. I will say that the line set at ten.
1: Yeah, and I can, I think this is a perfect recipe for an opponent against the Chiefs: mm-hmm. a strong run game, um, which the Browns have, in order to slow down the pace of the game. Um, but I just – it's tough because, I mean, this is the highest-scoring, like, offense, capable offense in the league.
0: Right, and And keep in mind they're all going to be healthy too for this game because they've had – this will be the third week pretty much of rest. Yeah, and I mean – Yeah, not third, second, but, yeah, they've had three weeks to, like, kind of get their – Yeah, because, I mean,
1: they pretty much benched all their starters week 17. But, I mean, after seeing the Browns just allow 47 completions in a playoff game, which I believe is a new NFL record. Um, I mean, I I don't know. Kevin I, Stefanski, he's up there for Coach of the Year, and I hope he, since he's back now this week, that they have a solid game plan. But I, I, I think this, this is tough. Ten points is a lot, though.
0: It is, and the Chiefs are notorious for not covering. Um, but... I definitely think so cuz I mean the t- the Browns have just been working tirelessly, dude. They've had just big game after big game after big game and then now they, they got to play the Chiefs. I actually saw a TikTok today. Remember in the, that SpongeBob episode where he goes the salty spatoon? Sure do. It was uh like SpongeBob is like like the Browns logo was like on him and he's like, "Yeah, I feel pretty feel pretty sorry for the next guy that looks at me funny." And he's like, "Yeah, what about that guy?" And it's like huge guys. He's like all the Chiefs like uh, like pennants and like their logos and stuff like that. He started screaming. I was like, I kind of hope this is how that game goes just for personal reasons. But yeah, yeah I, I want to say the chiefs are going to cover, but I just don't think they will. So I'm going to take a Browns cover for this game.
1: Yeah. I think I'm going to predict a chiefs win and move on to the AFC championship game against the bills. Right. But I do think the Browns are going to cover that plus 10 as of right now.
0: hundred percent too. Yeah. But then, um, so we got an over under of 56.
1: That is definitely high.
0: That is very high. I'm going to take an under for this one.
1: Yeah. I would feel I,
0: much safer taking the under.
1: Yeah, that, that one's tough.
0: Because, um, I mean, Patrick Mahomes didn't look that great in the last uh, few games of the, uh, this season.
1: No, it'll, it'll, be a, it'll be a tough task, I think.
0: Yeah. But, like I said, everyone's going to be healthy. Running game's going to be there with uh, Clyde Edwards-Alaire back in action. Um, you know, all the receivers have been able to like kind of rest up. I know Tyree Hill's been having like hamstring issues, but I think that's kind of going away now. So yeah, he'll, be, he'll be fine. Yeah, it's gonna be a tough game to watch this for me, just because I get anxiety attacks every time I watch the Kansas City Chiefs play. But we'll I mean, just have happen, to
1: see. Happens to the best of us.
0: Yeah. So my final prediction here. So I'm gonna take a Browns cover, uh, Chiefs win, and an under at 56. Cool. All I right. like it. Last but not least, we have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the New Orleans Saints. The line is set at three, so let's start there. Saints okay. cover.
1: I think the Saints cover here, and the over – what was the over again?
0: Where, the, did you say it? Yeah, sorry. One second. Let me get back to my book here. Uh, 51 and a half.
1: Yep. So I think the over hits. I think the Saints cover. The Buccaneers' defense just did not look great against the football team's offense.
0: No, and, and the Saints' offense is one of the mm, best in the NFC by far. Like, it's, it's they've been yeah, the best,
1: one of the top five offenses all year in the NFL. So, I mean, Buccaneers can also score. So, I like the over a lot. But, I mean, with Breeze and Kamara, now Thomas back in the mix, I think it's a, a much stronger task for Buccaneers' defense. And I don't, I don't think they'll be able to stop them.
0: Right. I mean, and the only reason I feel like a lot of people are going to watch this game, because they just want to see two goats go at it, man. I mean, not in... Yeah,
1: no, I'm excited to watch it, too.
0: Right. Because Drew Brees versus Tom Brady, that's just one of the best matchups you could possibly hope for, if you're, like, an OG NFL fan, or at least yeah, and it, it might be people in our last, timeline like Last us.
1: times we see those guys play, so right? it'll
0: be... You and I grew up while these two guys were still, like, in the highlights of their career, and they still technically are. I don't know. I, mean, I don't know how many years guys, they got left,
1: but... Watch these guys grow in the NFL. It was, I was blessed.
0: It's almost sentimental. It is. It really is. All right. So, real quick, let's just do our predictions for who's going to be the AFC Championship and the NFC Championship. So, AFC, um, you're welcome to agree or disagree with me, but I'm going to go with the Chiefs and the Bills.
1: Yep. I think uh, those two teams are the ones that will definitely come out on top. I think we took both of those guys to cover anyways, so I agree with that.
0: Right. And um, just keep in mind, so we'll get to our predictions for the championship games uh, next week also. So, um, and yeah. then we got the NFC. This one's also pretty dead of giveaway. Packers, uh, Packers, Saints.
1: Yeah, I'm taking chalk here again. I mean, the Packers are a very good team. The Saints. I mean, I think that game could be close, but in the end, I think it's yeah, it'll be a Rogers Breeze showdown in the NFC Championship.
0: Yeah, exactly. And you know what? This is back to back NFC Championship for the Packers too. So good luck to them up too. Yeah. Right, Hopefully Brennan, it
1: goes better for them this time.
0: Right, right. So, Brennan, that is um, our predictions for the NFL Divisional Round.
1: That was a lot of football talk right there. That what, was we got, what, we, talk. what do we got in store to end this, uh, end this episode?
0: Best sports villains.
1: Okay. And we're talking, we're talking both real-life sports villains, like you know, those, those guys that every, it just irks everyone. And we're also including fictional
0: ones, right? The controversies, yes, we are yeah. all still in fictional because uh, yours are a lot funnier when you do it that way. So,
1: yeah. All right. Well, I can I can kick it off if you want me. Yeah. To. Go
0: ahead, you Kick it off. All another right. And I'll I'll start oh, off another with another a fictional. Pun. Good one. Yeah. Very
1: punny. <laughs> there we go. Um. So this one actually he's not a fictional person, but the idea is fictional. William Zabka from The Karate Kid. Yeah. The opposer to Ralph Macchio in the final fight from the Cobra Kai dojo, you know, I was actually, I was secretly rooting for him in the big fight. I'm not going to lie. Were you? Yeah, I am. I was. No, I don't. I think he was, he was the better rounded, uh, fighter and I think he deserved it. He was cheated out of a win.
0: You're the kind of guy that's going to run a very successful business someday, Brennan. Good for you. (laughs) Maybe the Cobra
1: um, Kai dojo. You never know. Is karate even
0: a sport. Can we talk about that for a sec? Is karate a sport.
1: I would say so. I mean,
0: It's a competition.
1: Yeah, it's a competition, but I mean, you can't just like, you know, casually, just fight like fight someone in karate. You know what I mean? Like you'd get your ass kicked. Yeah. They would f- fight circles around you. I mean, I don't know. They should
0: have college karate fights. They
1: should, dude. It would be sick. I would go do it all the time.
0: I would. Well, I would too, honestly. I, got, I mean, that's kind
1: of wrestling, so I mean, it's not really wrestling, but I want to
0: see like jabs and punches and like. Whole, like, roundhouses and kicks and stuff like I, that's what i want to see and like you know pressure points and stuff like that but okay moving cool. on uh um, yep. my number five is tom brady of course you love him or hate him this guy has great skill but holy cow is this man of villain for killing he is
1: yeah it's fair
0: he is probably and you know what he had that whole scandal with the deflate gate too yeah and that made me even hate him more i was like you know what good for you and you know the dude just you know kisses his son on the lips I bet he hey, dude, that's,
1: that's just being a good dad. It's not being a villain.
0: Okay. Well, you know what? Tomato, <sighs> tomato, brought in. Right?
1: Hey, I got I got a <laughs> real, real NFL quarterback villain for you, and that's Ben Roethlisberger, just an all-time villain. I, I mean, agree. You know what I would have loved to see? He's a I fun
0: villain, though. He's funny.
1: I would have loved to see the Steelers-Brown game gets that Nickelodeon slot, and the announcers try to explain Big Ben's horrible past to children.
0: <laughs> oh, alleged past.
1: Yeah, I mean – yeah, I would love to see it happen. Yeah. I'm teach, so... teach the kids something new.
0: It's like spo- – oh, dude, I, I actually meant to bring this up earlier, but was it just rubbing it in, like watching uh, like Spongebob be the face of the uh, like P.A.T.s like every time the Saints would score?
1: Oh, dude, it was just disgusting. To have Tony Romo and Patrick Starr pretty much be the f-
0: – It was so cringy, dude.
1: It was very cringy. It, was, it almost felt like it was just like a joke of a game. and
0: yeah. it's- It was a joke of a broadcast, not a game.
1: Yeah, true. So I didn't watch too much of it, but it would have been funny to see them try and explain Big Ben right to the kids. I would have loved it. Sent them home screaming and crying.
0: <laughs> I trust might, you. Okay, might be too right. much. Sorry, yeah, it's okay, man. It's well deserved. I had Roger Goodell next, the most yeah. hated man in the NFL, maybe next yeah. to Ben Roethlisberger, if we want to put it <laughs> that way. But
1: he's probably more hated by the majority of people. I'm not going to lie.
0: I agree, and you know what? Um, Dave I winning the, uh, like, dinner with him, like, making sure he bought, like, all the auction tickets and stuff and, like, winning that. And that was just, like, the biggest troll move ever. I love seeing everything bad happen to Roger Goodell, like, business-wise. It's pretty funny. He's not a great person I would want to be around.
1: No, and I – sometimes I feel bad for him because he just never even gets, like, words out. It's just people booing him constantly.
0: And I know he has a job to do, but – do it better,
1: man. Do it better. Do it better.
0: That's my, that's my only advice for you. All right, what's your next one?
1: All right, next one, I got Chick Hicks from Cars. Chicka, Chicka. <laughs> chick. Right? Mostly, this is just because I love how they gave him, like, a mustache somehow. I, like, I don't even on know how you give. Yeah, like, on the, yeah. on the grill. So, I just thought it was funny. But he, was, he was one of those just sinister guys, you know?
0: I love how they made the car, like the race cars, except for Lightning McQueen. But they made them look like how NASCAR drivers would look, like that mustache, for instance. And then you know you got uh, like Doc Hudson looks like uh, God, what's his name, Burt Reynolds as a car. <laughs> like you could already see it in him. Like it's just it looks like him. Is as he a the person. voice of him? I don't know. That's a good question. Oh. Probably. Let's assume it is.
1: Well, okay. Well, he's not a race car driver.
0: No, and he's dead now.
1: Okay. <laughs> All right, who is your next
0: guy? Uh, Nick Saban, uh, the uh, oh, fresh winner of the national championship.
1: That is a very good one.
0: I think he was pissed almost after that game still. I think he found something to be upset about.
1: Nah, he looked pretty happy. He looked very happy.
0: All right, all right, all right, or whatever he says. He says, I don't know. I, I've seen a lot of pretty good impressions of him, but still, um, yeah. He,
1: he's one of those villains that you, you, you have to respect. You know, you almost root for him too. sometimes.
0: He had a scandal, too. I can't remember exactly what. Um, it was what
1: probably it was like paying players or something. Yeah, yeah, something like know. that. It was know. back everyone, in the 90s. Everyone like, does you know. that, you know? Exactly.
0: Uh, and then, so like you said earlier, he coached with uh, Bill Belichick back in the night, uh, or back for the Browns, right? Yeah. And, you know, those two are just, they're both villains combined, dude. They're super Yeah, yeah, they're yeah super true. That
1: combined. is an unstoppable force right there that you need, like, a, a Superman. I don't even know who the Superman would be in that case to come okay. in and save everyone. Andy Reed. Andy Reed. Yeah, I don't <laughs> know if he would be able to do he wouldn't be able to keep up with anyone. So
0: Okay, fine. That's cool. What's your next pick? <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right. So next one is uh the prison guard football team from the longest yard.
0: And we're talking the whole team here, right? Not like uh yeah, you, Captain Canauer, was that his name? The guy from the Dark Knight also that like shot the shotgun in the bank.
1: Yeah, just a group of absolute thugs, you know. You know I, it was t- such a – you're ro- rooting for Paul Crewe the whole time, Adam Sandler's character, you know. What a story. What a comeback story for him, you know.
0: It is, and that's actually based <laughs> off the uh, the 1970s movie with Burt Reynolds, so we'll make him relevant again. And he's also in that go. movie. But Another name yeah, for those that don't know, that movie is a remake. But still, it's a very good story to watch. I actually rather um, – I like watching that one instead because, one, Michael Urban's in it. It was actually uh, he's not one of my picks but he is a, a football villain
1: for real for sure
0: and then you know you got nelly that's pretty cool too but yeah just nelly
1: the running back
0: yeah, exactly it's <laughs> funny he looks like he could have been a running back too no he was, he's fast he was showing
1: off some good moves in that movie i, really I like to think those were actually
0: running him running and stuff because i'm like why didn't this guy go pro Honestly. i guess you make more money as a rapper but and Probably. Having,
1: yeah and your body doesn't quit on you by age 30
0: <laughs> that too all right my uh, this one's a personal one for me uh, i got madison bumgarner former pitcher of the san francisco giants um and this one hurts to talk about because the royals had their first world series appearance in 2014 and uh god knows how long since like the 80s and madison bumgarner solely won that series and destroyed my hopes and dreams and i got made fun of at school because i talked about how much i hated them i was like God, I hate Madison Bumgarner, dude. He's, such a, he's got like a chick name and stuff like that. And um, <laughs> My closest friends would be like, dude, I love him. What are you talking about? And I'm like, yeah, because you love Joe Buck. And I also hate Joe he's Buck, too, beast. because of that reason. My whole family does. But
1: He's another yeah, villain.
0: He is another villain. But Madison Bumgarner, you are on my shit list, sir. You'll never hear this, but just know my words.
1: <laughs> all right. And then this will be my last one. But I think it just might be the most vile supervillain of all time jerry jones okay i see it that dude you want to elaborate though satan i think he's just satan dude uh, there's something off about him i don't think anyone i don't even think the cowboys are rooting for him at this point
0: i don't think so either i, I know I it's like the mean, way he deals it's mean for us to like wish harm on people especially now that's one of my new year's resolutions
1: <laughs> yeah i don't know
0: Yeah, he. We don't wish harm on Jerry Jones, but holy cow, that guy just looks insufferable to be around.
1: I think he's already in pain
0: all the time. He's He's, like a. He looks like it. (laughs) He's the like Darth Sidious. Yeah, literally. But dude, no, he he, like he. I can't tell if he's the Senate. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, go ahead. I think he's bigger than the state of Texas. Like as a as a voice,
1: he probably is worth more, honestly. And he just, I just know he's just doesn't. That's not a guy that donates to charity. No, know? he's
0: not. He's the I kind agree. of guy that owns probably like 10 ranches and like a couple like racehorses and stuff like that. Exactly. And like dude. bolo ties and public and those 10 gallon hats. God,
1: absolutely it. dude.
0: Okay. All I'm right. going on a tangent. I got to stop. I got to, I got to collect my thoughts here. All right. My number cool. one, you ready? Mm-hmm. Big Bala Lava ball.
1: <laughs> That's a good one. That dude was yes. a, a big time villain for a few years.
0: He still is, in my opinion. I still mean the ball family. I don't hear
1: they are, but I mean I don't hear as much about Levar anymore,
0: right? Because you know he's got kids either going pro or pro already.
1: Yeah, so I mean I guess he doesn't have any need to talk anymore. I mean he
0: he he started a shoe line because of the fame, didn't they? They had a TV show for a little bit too, didn't they?
1: Yeah, I don't think it did well at all.
0: But no, oh god. Speaking of which, you know what? We need to bring up this too. The Demelios are getting their own show on Hulu.
1: The Lamello? La- no, La Demelio
0: family. Like Charlie Demelio, Dixie Demelio, like the TikTokers.
1: Oh, okay.
0: You know who I'm talking about?
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Those They're guys are doing their own feelings. show. That's we, gross.
0: We as a society make the wrong people famous. and we... You think
1: Juju will be on it? Oh,
0: God. A you little what?
1: guest appearance?
0: <laughs> he had an apology statement for Sunday, I'm pretty sure. Sunday night or Monday morning. I can't yeah, remember. Yeah, he did.
1: And then Chase Claypool came back and said some shit on like. I think it was TikTok, too. It was just like
0: – Yeah, yeah, on the Browns' they're gonna TikTok get clapped.
1: They're going to get clapped anyways.
0: Yeah, like, who, was, dude. who was dancing? He was, he was, uh, honestly, I, I think
1: that that's going to – he's going to jinx the Browns into playing well. That's, a bad, that's bad for you guys, honestly. I okay. Think, I think it's going to be a reverse jinx.
0: I don't know. The Chiefs – the, the <laughs> cringiest thing the Chiefs have done is accepting Jackson Mahomes as Patrick Mahomes' younger brother. Wow, dude. I don't know. Uh, if we're going to TikTok, and you know what, Jackson Mahomes, you suck. Get out of my life. But, yeah, um, dude, uh, I want to know who the Browns player was that did the Juju dance and sp- like, to spite him after the game was over. It was I'm the sure, hype sure thing sure a I've couple ever of seen. them did. Okay, but, yeah, LeVar Ball, my number one villain. We probably one. could have thrown Juju on that list just from this year. Yep. Or Antonio Brown.
1: We'll just throw all the Steelers.
0: Yeah, every Steelers player, you deserve to be on that list. Yep. Except for uh, Landry Jones. I don't really think he did anything. Besides be on he, the team, he
1: literally didn't do anything. Like career-wise, even yeah, like, I
0: just remember. I very randomly just remember old OU quarterbacks that just go to like these teams, like Sam Bradford. I can tell you, he went to the Rams. Yeah, no, sure. it's weird like that. So, all right, Brennan, that is our show. Great show. Uh, we are officially also on YouTube. I'm actually all caught up on episodes. I was doing some downloading last night and almost destroyed my computer doing so. Um, we are also planning to be on camera in a couple of weeks when we're in studio and my offer still stands ten dollars to revise my graphic art because it's not very good and you know what <laughs> nobody sent us any memes this week which kind of made me sad but that's a story for a different time so all right guys thank you see you next week see you guys